Tonight on the podcast, Lance tells us about his only small thing. Welcome to my party. We're just getting started. A life is a dream. It is Friday night in Phoenix. The smoldering hot. Holy shit, is it hot? Deadly. 114, my car said. You're locked into the best damn cop podcast and all the land the absolute podcast, I meant. I am Lance. Forgive my background as I am still trying to get set up and acclimated into our new house and our new digs and have a good... So... Forgive my background, for I am a slob. (laughs) (laughs) I got boxes and shit everywhere. Dude, I've lived in my house for eight, nine years, and... I have a picture sitting that's not hung up on my couch behind me. So you can you can go a few more years before people say, hey, hang that fucking Ted Lasso up. <laughs> I have to get it's a fancy schmancy picture, so I have to get <laughs> it's actual fancy. Like, I have to get like actual like picture hanging fucking wire. While I eat my caviar. Yeah, fancy schmancy. <laughs> but hope everyone's hey, Pat- doing good. Patrick at 7.30 on the nose says, where the fuck are you guys? Essentially. 30 minutes is up. Pizza's free, dudes. Like, no no patience whatsoever. We're a couple slackers. I don't know if people know this. We're slackers. We're matchy today. Kind of. Look, there's just a lot going on, man. You know, I can't... (laughs) Well, we're we're currently thinking the sky is falling because everything we were excited about for San Diego is getting canceled. Yes, everything San Diego Comic Con related is just getting scrapped. Yeah, um, basically, no actors are going to be there. If any of you were hoping for Fantastic Four news, probably not going to happen. Deadpool three sneak peeks, probably not going to happen. No, definitely not going to happen. Yeah, is that is the only one that's filming? So you would have thought you saw something. The Marvels probably not going to happen. Secret Invasion probably not going to happen. So, yeah, everything the world's just going to shit. I I feel like the world just went to shit like a, a year or two ago, and now it's going to shit again. Well, I mean it's. <laughs> It's just because they're striking. And what a time to strike, man, during San Diego Comic-Con. Like, right. all these peoples and fans come from all over the world for this convention. And this is, like, their moneymaker convention for a lot of them. And a lot of these, you know, film studios drop their big movies. So they'll release hype. And I guess this is one way to put a stranglehold on them if you're actors. And, I mean, I support what they're doing, man, especially when the, you hear that, you know, these Hollywood execs want to take background actors, scan them once, pay them for one day's work, and then be able to use AI to use their likeness for the rest of time as background actors and not pay them again. So, like, that's fucked up. Like, you should always be paid for your, your name and likeness rights. But, yeah, I just, agree. I agree. To with do you. it a week before San Diego kind of strangles everything. So, fouled swoop. Th- through and shut down everything that I was excited for for San Diego Comic Con. So everything is just getting 
straight doo-dooed on. So there probably isn't going to be, like you said, there isn't going to be a lot of, um, uh, yeah, there's probably not going to be a lot of news coming out of there. There's not a lot of stuff press-wise to go to. Um, it's it's kind of sad. Yeah, man. And it, it's going it to be an old school Comic Con. Like, that's exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be all about comics again because all the actors are removed from it, all the movies are removed from it. Everything that's current TV shows, everything that's current Hollywood that dominates San Diego is, is gone. So it's really going to be up to the, the comic books to drive everything comic books and toys and kind of what do you think? Uh, do you think there'll be some people that don't go now? Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there will be. Um, like I said, I still wouldn't be shocked if you see celebrities walking around the floor and shopping and, and doing all that. You're just not going to have the massive amount of like all of a sudden just being a sea of people because the cast of The Walking Dead or Walked on the Floor, yeah. which I know that show's over. But this is what I'm saying is like the cast of Game of Thrones, House of Dragons aren't going to just walk on the floor and then you're just erupt in a sea of people. Um, for me, the selling point is it is still San Diego and it gets me out of Arizona where it's yes. stupid hot. If it was here, like say it was here, I'd be like, Matt, let's just skip it. <laughs> if this was Phoenix Comic Con, I'd be like, Matt, let's just fuck it. Let's not go. But now I'm like, I want to go to San Diego. So I might as well need use this reason to go. Well, I mean, and still, like, you still get to experience the convention. And I'm sure as I'm far as like the fun. convention center and and all. Yeah, you'll have a blast. Like, really, ultimately, all that you're you're not missing out on much because all that like celebrity shit is really hard to get into because that's what a lot of people go for. So, like, the Hall H's are really hard to get into, even with press, they're very hard to get into. So you're still kind of on the outside doing it, whatever everyone else is doing looking on Twitter going or Facebook going, Oh shit, they announced this. Oh shit. They announced this. Oh shit. They announced this. And now you're, you're really not going to know as much of a difference because there's still all of these companies that are comic book wise that are, have people coming. You'll still have signings. You'll still have dominated by, you know, yeah. The comic book industry. So it, which is cool for for you and I that enjoy comics like that's cool. I just wonder it's, if the people that go for the pop culture part are going to feel a little let down. Probably. probably. I mean, you spend a shit ton of money to go to this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Leftover a shit ton. <laughs> He goes to comic- this year. Comic-Con having comic books, brain exploding. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, though. You're spending a shit ton of money on tickets, hotels, all of that, and they're just bailing. On... It does what it feel like. Here's my issue. I totally am all about fighting for, you know, the... Your right to party? The... <laughs> The, the lower people on the totem, like the low totem pole people, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The actor that no one ever, has ever heard of before and acts like every day in a different project, you know, and is trying to put food on his table. 
where I have a hard time, and, and aside from the AI thing, because you told me that earlier, I don't know what's going on with that. But I go on TikTok, and there's these well-known television actors. Well, there's your first problem are, going on TikTok. <laughs> they're complaining about their demands. And I'm like, dude, some of us have a hard time paying our mortgage. You know what I mean? Like you're net, you're like, for instance, the Adam that ruins everything guy. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. He gets on today and he goes, Bob Iger from Disney came out today and, and said, you know, we're being too demanding and blah, 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 while he gets on his private jet. And I'm like, are you looking for sympathy from me? Because I guarantee you're in a much better position than I am. You know what I mean? So like, you griping on Bob Iger because he has all this money and he gets on his private jet and flies to this, you know, thing in Idaho that Tim Cook's at and stuff is the same thing as you bitching to me. You know what I mean? Like no sympathy. Like that dude has had two successful television shows. Yeah. And if he's complaining about money, I can't go on strike for my job. You know what I mean? I can't say, oh man, I want more money and just go on strike. Guess what that means? I get fired. I don't have a job no more. I just, I don't fucking, it's hard, dude. Or, or if the NBA, sure, there's some guys that are making like less than, you know, but if LeBron James comes out and says, oh man, they're not paying me enough. No, fuck you, dude. I don't know. Maybe I'm being insensitive. I'm probably ignorant on the subject. So I'm coming from an ignorant standpoint. Cause I've never been in that situation, but well, I mean, a lot of those guys like in the NBA make league minimum and I'm, you know, I guarantee you league minimums more than I make in a year. It's probably more yeah, than but they could play. Years. They could play one year. And then you seen like, um, Delonte West, I think his name was, he played in the league for league minimum, league minimum, got out of league and was a fucking greeter at Walmart. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and a lot of it is because of bad lifestyle decisions. A lot of these guys go and buy the fucking mansions and then it's not sustainable. Um, so that could be a part of it. But I I do feel like when there's such a disparity, LeBron James makes 260 million a year and Delonte West makes, you know, 70,000 a year. That's a big disparity. Like I could understand a Delonte West being upset because he was a decent player, wasn't he? Yeah, but you're talking about LeBron James, man. LeBron James. Well, any of them. Any of them. There's uh, LeBron, fucking... LeBron James. LeBron, uh, James. LeBron James. I'm just trying to think of uh, some, you know, fucking Landry Shamit, who's a fucking scrub, dude, makes $8 million in two years. You know what I mean? Like, there's way... I don't know. There's so much of a divide between these players i get it and i th- and i think that's the same with actors but the difference is is that brad pitt is obviously going to make more than joe schmo who was you know zombie number eight you know yeah in the walking dead or something but even joe schmo that was zombie number eight made four thousand for one day of work <laughs> or whatever like i'm guessing I just don't, I don't get it, man. 
I have a hard time being sympathetic. And then the other thing is, is a lot of these actors that are that are striking live in fucking California, complaining how expensive everything is in California. Well, newsflash, you did that to yourself. And now you're trying to come over to Arizona and Texas and fucking Nevada and Oregon and all these other places. And you're trying to do it there, too. So, yeah, I have a hard time being sympathetic. And I'm sorry. I, if somebody would like to educate me, I would love that. But I just don't get it. I don't know. Am I way off base? No, but I mean, at the end of the day, like it is their job. And I understand like if you're doing a job, you want to get paid for it. And it's hard to sit here and go like, oh, well, you know, you make way more money than I do. Blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, it's the same job that we that, you know, they go to work every day like we do. They just entertain. They get paid to entertain. And so. You know, it, it's like. What yeah, is but I don't have to do to I don't have it. fucking Gatorade knocking on my door saying, hey, we'll give you a million dollars to post this on Instagram either. No, but you know what I mean? They're making the money open from up, many more places. It's kind of like I see it. as like it could be an opportunity because you I don't know. I'm I don't know how this is really going to work, but like couldn't they turn you would think they could turn to like YouTube or TikTok or Instagram and get some of these people that are doing entertain, you know, that are doing entertainment that aren't part of the guild and give them jobs or, you know, have them, it'd be scab work. Yes. But like it, it could potentially open up the door for people who haven't been discovered yet for Hollywood to look through and be like, all right, well, what talent can we get writer wise or, you know, uh, in but front don't of the they after, don't they after, after they do so much work, aren't they like forced to be part of the guild? I think, yeah, I think if you're in a movie or in a show and you have like more than one line, anytime you have another line, you have to be part of the guild. But I'm just saying like, I, I wonder if there's ways around that. Yeah. If I was an actor, like I'm like, I get one job a year. I make $10,000 from that job. And then the rest of the time I'm busting tables. I'd be pissed if there was a strike going on. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Like I get one job a year as, you know, or a stunt man. I'm Spider-Man, like specifically Tom Holland stunt person that does not make as much money as Tom Holland. And the rest of the year he's fucking washing cars or busting tables or something to make ends meet. I'd be pissed. Like I feel I feel like strikes are short-sighted. Like yeah, the A plus level talent is striking but you're also fucking over the janitor. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to be sympathetic, but it, it's still like, it's fighting for, you know, your, your work and your art though, too. Cause like they're fighting for rights with streaming. They want, you know, if you do a TV show nowadays, you get syndication rights, you get, you know, so if it's syndicated and reruns and all that, you get a percentage of that. And with streaming, you don't get that. Like if it's a Netflix show, you don't get royalties on on that kind of shit. It's kind of like the one and done. And okay, so you're gonna maybe get a bigger payout for that, but it's not that lifelong sustainability. So it's not like, well, you look at it like, okay, I can go do this movie, make 
you know, 20 million bucks, or, I mean, I can do this TV show and make X amount per episode, but say I blow all that. Well, then I have the $5 in residuals I can get every month to live off of or whatever, you know, accrue up. Yeah. But you don't get that with streaming. So it's, it, it's easy to sit here as broke as poor boys on the internet like we are and be like well fuck these guys these rich entitled motherfuckers i'm not i'm not saying fuck them i'm not go ahead and striking and but at the end of the day like they're just more talented than us and they they actually were we're sitting on the internet bitching they went out and did something and now they're fighting for what they've built and their lifestyle and you know i i fully support what they're doing and and Again, like not, if they're doing something, you should be paid for it. And again, the yeah. AI thing, I think the AI thing is just so fucking shitty, man. Because a lot of these background actors are people that are, you know, go in for an audition or go in for a day's work. And then they're right back to fucking serving you coffee at Starbucks or busting your tables or waiting on you at dinner. And you want to just scan their likeness, give them one day's worth of work pay, and then you can automatically through AI digitally add them into backgrounds for all of eternity and not have to pay them again. That's bullshit. Like you should have to pay them a royalty every time you want to use them. Like maybe it's oh, not yeah. as much as it would be as on set, but it should be a royalty every time you want to put them in a movie and use them in their ba- the background of your movie, even through, you know, AI, they should get a, a little piece of that. Like it, it's, it's the same thing. Like it's like NIL deals, name and likeness, name likeness deals in, in college football. And, and shit like you should have a lot of those deals going on to make sure that these people are getting paid and even streaming like the streaming one's hard for me because like there's no i guess they should get a higher cut and higher payout than what they're getting now for streaming services because it's yeah they're not syndicated it's not rerun you know yeah i think like Okay, Maybe so a tier big, level where like ever, however many views this gets and continues to get, and if it drops off at a certain point, well, guess what? Your royalties drop off. Like just like well, things that are taken out of syndication. I, I don't know, but well, just just you know, however many times it's washed, you make a a, a you know a certain amount from just the way TV syndication works, except it's on demand, right? So if TNT plays Seinfeld, right? and waitress number two gets five dollars every time they show that episode on tv well if i'm at home and i'm watching on netflix and i watch that episode pay her the five bucks Mm -hmm. you know what i mean netflix like how much did hbo pay or whatever they are warner brothers pay for like big bang theory and friends wasn't friends like it was millions that they paid for the rights south park Park, yeah yeah which there was a huge lawsuit over that because uh hbo max has the rights to south park and then paramount plus said oh we're gonna not make south park episodes we're just gonna make specials and that gets us out of putting those on hbo max did you hear about that Mm -mm. hbo max suing paramount no yeah so paramount like had the covid special south park covid special and all these specials Mm mm-hmm which were basically like little, you know, the like special presentations that like Disney plus does in order to not have them as episodes. So they wouldn't go on HBO max. They could be on their own network. 
Ah, okay. That's why they're specials. Yeah, that's why they're specials. So HBO Max or Discovery or whoever the fuck is suing Paramount. I don't, and that was a while ago that I read that, so I don't know what the result of that has been. But I don't know. I'm not saying fuck these people for going on strike. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I have a hard time being sympathetic when I look at 90% of America, what they're going through right now in the state of, you know, inflation and all these other things that are going on right now, the things that we're all dealing with. And you're like, and I get the AI thing. I get the streaming thing, but if it, if it comes down to pay, like, bro, that's all negotiated in contracts. That's what I don't, I think I'm just ignorant to the whole process. When an actor goes in to do a movie, right? Isn't it, don't they sign a contract that says like, we're going to pay you X amount and they can negotiate like a good agent would negotiate that contract. Yeah. And you can negotiate contracts and how you're going to be paid versus like, if you're going to be paid based on lump sum of the movie or like, you're gonna pay be paid like five thousand dollars to do this movie, or you can be like, oh well, you're gonna be paid X amount plus receive X amount of like DVD sales or ticket sales, um, things like secondary market merchandise. Yeah, merchandise, secondary market sales, things like that. Um, but I don't know, man. Not being a part of the guild. Really, where it affects us is the shitty part of like you. You look forward to San Diego all year, and then the fucking floor just drops out of it right at the last, like right at zero hour, and everything big is just fucking canceled. Well, my thing is, is that COVID almost like put AMC theaters out of business. Do you remember that? Yeah, and it still... if there's no new movies coming out, like what's gonna fucking happen? Well, see, I don't know how that I don't know how all that works. Like, so you're gonna have everything that's already been shot, I believe, still coming to theaters. So it's it's gonna be a while before we actually feel this effect. But um But why would Disney release okay, the Marvels is coming out in November? Why would Disney re- release the Marvels if they can't have Brie Larson go on a tonight show or a late night show? Uh campaign to hype up her movie like that seems to be one and you know what i mean like do you really think that's going to make a difference with these movies like they're marvel movies man it's it's the machine it's the disney machine like look at the flash dude the flash and suffering they they toured the flash when ezra miller didn't do any press for that movie but you know like do you know july 4th weekend indiana jones the opening weekend sound of freedom beat indiana jones and was played yeah. in half the amount of theaters and there was no press really for sound of freedom i even no. even heard i never even heard of that movie until did you hear about that max, whole thing max posted a fucking post about it on facebook did you hear about the whole thing with that what, so disney, like... disney owned the rights for that movie and we're never going to put it out and then angel films or angel studios or some christian outfit obtained the rights for it and then went to all these movie studios and they're like no 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 
So they did a crowdfunding campaign where you could pre-order tickets for opening weekend. It was really unique how it was marketed. And now it's like, I don't think there's a bigger movie out right now. Yeah, it's definitely like this underground darling. Well, yeah, it, they made it for $2 million and it or something like that, and it grossed $40 million opening weekend. They made it for like nothing. I don't know, man. I feel like the big Hollywood machine is kind of broken, right? Because you got, they're, they're all trying to like appease like one. I think that's why Sound of Freedom did so well. Like a lot of, I haven't seen it. So I'm going to wait for it to come on fucking streaming or something. And I'll watch it. But Disney has went all the way to appease this one side of the aisle and, but they're leaving this other side of the aisle and I, and I'm not saying I agree or disagree or whatever, but ever since Endgame or Spider-Man no way home, really, they haven't had this like mega blockbuster hit. Like uh, Bob Iger came out and actually uh, Clark Gregg, the actor who plays agent Coulson, Bob Iger came out and said, yeah, I think, uh, you know, Marvel has never had like a steady TV business or whatever. And like all these Disney plus things ruined their bottom line. And now it's too much. And he was talking about Pixar too. Like they're feeling it. They haven't had a hit movie since Spider-Man. I think what have they released this year? They released Ant-Man that Uh... underwhelmed. Yeah, Ant Man oh. and the Wasp, Doctor Strange. Oh no, was Doctor Strange last year? That was last yeah. year. Doctor Strange was last year. What what just came out? What oh Guardians. Guardians. Which Guardians 3. I thought was a good movie and it didn't fucking it it didn't do what they thought it was gonna do. Indiana Jones, Elementals. And then last year you had Strange Worlds. You had fucking um Doctor Strange. Thor, all those movies bombed. I think Guardians is the only one that kind of didn't bomb, I I guess. It did more than Ant-Man, I'm pretty sure. But like their movies have been bombing left and right, and then Indiana Jones bombed. Well, really, I mean, did anybody expect Indiana Jones to be this giant blockbuster of a movie? I kind of had a feeling. I had zero interest in it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. But I'm sure they expected it to do something. What What is this know. new one called? Indiana Jones? In the Dial of Destiny. Dial of Destiny. Let's see what their box office numbers are right now for... Only Murderers in the Building loses a major star. Oh, Nathan Lane. Uh, $133 million domestically, $127 million international. Worldwide, $260 million. What was their budget? Dude, if I was a movie studio, I would stop announcing how much it took to make these movies. 
Wouldn't you? Man, people could find it out. Well, a lot of time, like... No, because then if you don't, you're not being transparent with it. People can, like, accuse you of fluffing numbers, and they can make all these kind of accusations. Budget. So when did that movie come out? It came out June 30th. So it's been two weeks now that that movie's come out. It's grossed $260 million worldwide. It's production budget. Okay, so it says with a reported production budget of 295 to 400 million. So they're not telling you exactly how much this one costs. It has not made back its production budget. They spent 290 million on this movie. And it's only gross 260. I mean, like I said, like who really thought this Indiana Jones movie was going to be gangbusters? Like, I mean, there's just something about, like, I think the indie, the indie films are so good for their time. Like, leave them alone. And then Kingdom of the Crystal Skull kind of soured everyone's taste in Indiana Jones. And now you've got, what, an 80-some-year-old Harrison Ford trying to play Indiana Jones poorly. Like, it's just not... Yeah. It doesn't live up to the the mystique and, and spectacle that people expect from Indiana Jones. But... Yeah. No, I, I get it. And that was just one example. Let's see what Elementals, a Pixar movie. Let me see what they got. I Right now, I mean, Hollywood has admitted that the movie business is failing and there's so many like Kevin Smith was talking on his fat man on Batman podcast being a movie theater owner that so many theaters around the country are putting all their eggs in have Barbie and Oppenheimer being massive hits and they're hoping that's going to help them make their nut for the year as all the people coming to watch uh sorry Mission Impossible the new Mission Impossible, Bar- Barbie and Oppenheimer, were the the movies that are those summer blockbuster movies that they're banking on being the the movies to put butts in seats. If I told you that Elementals was the worst box office gains for any Pixar movie in their three decade history, how much do you think that would be? Like just your conservative guess. I'd probably say they didn't even break a hundred million. Twenty nine point five million mm-hmm. for a Pixar movie, but there was no marketing about it. You, I, I mean, barely I saw heard it everywhere. I, saw I didn't. It. I barely heard about it until like the week it was coming out. I I started hearing about it when I starting to get all the backlash about the non binary characters. Like that's when i started hearing about it is when all the one's a flame and one's a drop of water like what do you expect them to be right but i'm just saying like kind of like strange worlds nobody heard shit about that before it came out and it bombed well my kids begged me to go see that movie so we took them so they and it's like pixar's more focused on toy story 5 and yeah which i thought toy story 4 was three ending I thought Toy Story 4 was the ending to the whole thing. It was supposed hey, to be. Hey, can you, you carry Toy this? Story, what? Can you, Toy Story can you carry the show for two seconds? I'll be right back. Yeah. 
All right. Toy Story 3, they were fucking all holding hands in an oven, about to be burnt the fuck up. You know, I don't know. That's just that's just my thought on this, man. It's like, it sucks for us as the average, everyday moviegoer that they're going on strike and it's putting a halt. For me, it sucks because you spent all this money to go to San Diego Comic-Con to see this stuff, to have a chance to... um do press to rub elbows you know to help grow your brand for us to help grow this brand to to kind of mimic what we did last year being you know getting sound bites and and breaking the internet and being named in you know the new york post and shit like that like that's the fun part about doing press at san diego comic-con and now this year because of all this coming down at the time it is like everything's being canceled everything's being pulled and it's going it's going to be different in in my eyes. That's also good because we're going to see what San Diego is like to be just a comic convention, again, a comic and toy convention again, and not be, you know, it, it might be okay. Like it might be refreshing to just be there and not have to, fight people for shit not have to stand in line for everything not have to just be engulfed in a sea of massive sweatiness and and it's just it'll be interesting i'm interested to see now i'm bummed but i'm interested and intrigued to see what it is without all of that that stuff because you know marvel and all the hall h stuff and dc and all of these entertainment industries have dominated San Diego for so long and the comic book aspect of it has, has taken a back seat. And now we're going to see kind of that push to the forefront again. Like, of course there's still going to be your Nickelodeons are going to be there. Your Paramounts are going to be there. There's a lot of like non, you know, um, TV and movie shit. That's going to be there. I mean, Nickelodeon's TV, of course, but like, you're going to have like, you know, Paramount still said they're going to be there. Nickelodeon's going to be there. Um, Hulu's going to be there. It's just, there's still going to be some of that stuff, but it's not going to be like this massive outcrier of, of new shit. And where it's going to be hard too on content creators like us down the line, because a lot of our, our stuff, we live on new stuff coming out. And we're not gonna get that, so it's gonna cause a lot of content to create. You're gonna you're gonna see in the content form on YouTube the creative people pivot, and the not so creative people are gonna probably disappear. People who who rely so much on content to be released to make content, and they they don't have a creative bone in their body, and they want to steal other people's shit. Well, you're gonna see them probably fade away, and you're gonna see the strong swim it's it's weird how this is all going to work out i don't know um i support like i have friends that are trying to be actors in hollywood and and i support them you know and in their strike and what they want to do as far writers go and all that but i do see an opportunity where it could lead to allowing the little man to shine you know if you're not part of the screen actors guild at this point, maybe there comes a situation where they can start poaching talent from YouTube or 
or TikTok or some of these people that are actually putting in the work, yeah. writing and directing and, and creating their own content. Well, what, what, what happened? Why do you have to be forced just like any union? Why do you have to be forced to join the screen actors guild? What do I hear not, is you have not have the option to be like, no, thanks. I don't want to do that. You're lobbying to be the next Batman is what I'm hearing you say. No, oh God, no. That's <laughs> Penguin, maybe. I do not have the body to be the next Batman, but hey, with saying, that with that Hollywood fucking um nutritionist budget that they got, you'll oh, be looking like dude. Batman in no time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too bald. My head I can't do my anything. Head's about too that. fucking big to fit in the cowl. Dude, so you you took care of the show okay in my absence? Yeah, I, 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 I had a fucking it bathroom emergency bro yeah I handled it. zaggy <laughs> told the whole world that you had to take a shit so <laughs> the whole world it's, it's pretty generous <laughs> well zaggy so they can still make appearances so like the small cons so they can still go and make appearances as themselves but they just they're the only ones that promote. own their image. yeah they can't promote anything they're working on so like san diego most everybody's going there to promote so like and that's the so all the stuff that's like heels if you watch the the steven amell wrestling show heels on stars season two is coming up so they're coming there to promote season two you're coming there to promote stuff so if you're there on behalf of this show promoting you can't be there you can't do it but if you're gonna go to like a convention and you're not promoting i'm pretty sure like if you're not promoting anything and you're just going to to be there and sign that you can do that. I, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Cause I don't know the full rules of the, the SAG strike, but I think as long as you're not promoting, you can still be there. Yeah. They can't tell you where you can and can't be and, or how you can. I, I think there's going to be some actors that maybe don't get huge paydays that are probably going to be like, okay, get me on the Comic-Con circuit or something. Like, I'll do autographs. Like, they got to make ends meet. Some of these actors make two, three million a year by buy a $40 million house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they got to pay the mortgage. And Comic-Cons pay, man. Like, if you get on the comic... This is why... Uh, who was it that um, that said just a few years ago that getting in a comic book comic book movie is like the best thing you can do for your career because you could basically just be on the comic con circuit for the rest of your lots life of and actors. just lots of actors but, and not even comic book movie like the con circuit a lot of it more a lot more actors are getting into the con circuit because they don't have to be on screen and do a lot of stuff and they can live off of stuff they've already done but people yeah. are going to go pay 20 50 bucks a, a pop to get an autograph from them or elijah you know? wood I think Elijah Wood's autograph, I think Tyler paid like 250 bucks. That's insane. And he had so a So under line. the rules, all covered services and performing work must be within uh withheld including but not limited to principal on-camera work such as acting, singing, dancing, performing, uh piloting on-camera aircraft, puppeteering or performance capture or motion capture work. Off-camera work such as ADR, looping, TV trailers, voice acting, singing, narration, stunt coordinating, stand-in work, photos and body doubles, fittings, rehearsals, scannings and interviews and auditions, uh, promotion of 
are of publicity service for work under the TV theatrical contract, such as tours, personal appearances, interviews, conventions, fan expos, festivals for your consideration, events, panels, uh, premieres and screening, screenings, award shows, junkets, podcast appearances, social media, and uh, studio showcases. So, like, yeah, you can't be, like, out there. You can't be appearing on things as a promotion for for something you're working on now. Next summer is going to suck. A lot probably. of these movies that we're looking forward to probably not going to be ready. Probably not. Well, I know like Deadpool three, man, Deadpool three was on track and they were still, even during the writer's strike, they were still filming and that got put on hold because of the, the actor strike. So, I mean, you were having fucking leaks left and right being put out about the Deadpool stuff. Like we yeah. got to see Hugh Jackman in the, the OG comic book accurate yellow costume. You got people complaining that he's got sleeves, but whatever. I man. think the sleeveless thing looks stupid. Like I like him better with the sleeves. Yeah. I get it. Like it's not, com- but it's more comic book accurate than any other Wolverine we've ever got. Absolutely. Like it's, he looks fucking awesome. Did you watch the video like them filming filming the fight scenes? Yeah, when they're fighting in the literal ruins of 20th Century Fox. And he's like throwing Deadpool around and stuff, the stunt mm-hmm. people. Like I'm like this movie's going to be fucking awesome. You're going to get the scene with him putting the the claws through the back of of yeah. Wade and them coming out the dude, it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, but dude, then, that's all we that wanted for years. The yellow suit. Yeah. And and I wanted it, but in back of my mind, I said, "Oh, that's gonna look really stupid." No, he looks fucking <laughs> sweet. He looks fucking cool, dude. And now people are saying he better have the helmet. But do you see even his hair? The even have the little swoop for yeah. the hair, dude. It's gonna be fucking. I think. Sweet. I think he puts the helmet on because Ryan Reynolds cares, man. Ryan Reynolds listens. He's on the internet a lot. He listens to what people want and he hears what the fans say. And I, I definitely think you're going to get the, you're going to get him to don the helmet at some point. Yeah. I want to see it. Who knows how to look or if we'll get another like controversy, which uh, Batman actor was it that just had the little nubs for the bat ears? Uh, Ben Affleck. Was that Affleck just had the nubs? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that wasn't that a big controversy? People hated that. Uh, I don't know necessarily. I'd say controversy. I don't know. Well, you all know by our thumb, our uh, YouTube thumbnail, Ben Affleck's the best Batman. <laughs> uh, but let's just hope that you know the, the strike doesn't last too long. And they can get agreements on things and get back to to entertaining us. Yeah. But I mean, I can kind of see where Hollywood's going too. Like, I don't know. A lot of the stuff's going to streaming, straight to streaming. People don't seem to be wanting to go to the movies as much. With inflation, people can't afford to go to the movies and spend so much, you know, $100 for a family of four. Yeah. Um, you can't even go to the grocery store for under 200 bucks. It feels like now. So it's, um, 
Yeah, it's hard out there for a pimp, I guess. It's hard out there for a pimp. But good luck. I mean, I like I said, I hope for uh, a uh, quick resolution to get us back on track. Fuck, I've got my fingers crossed that we get a resolution before Wednesday. And they're like, all right, we've got a deal. All Comic-Con stuff's back on. Let's go. You know, but it's probably not going to happen. Isn't the other thing that they're fighting for is the diversity thing? Like all the film studios, like for every picture, need to have a diverse, um, like the people working on it or something. I don't know what. All, all I've really seen is the AI thing. Like the AI thing is like the the forward of that's the, absolutely ridiculous. Front of what they're everyone is focusing on. Every article I read is that it's just like, like the AI thing is what's really driving this. Like, imagine this, right? You're at your job, right? We do our jobs every day. And they come to you and they say, Matt, we want to download your brain into this robot. And we're going to fire you. And this robot's going to do the work that you did with your brain. You mean like everybody who works for the rest of your life? No, it's just, it, it fucking, when did you say, okay, so you're using my thoughts to get this robot to do this thing you're gonna pay me every time you turn this robot on because it's my thoughts it's the same thing like we're gonna use your face to be in fucking ant-man 4 but we're not gonna pay you shit that makes absolutely no like the audacity to think that that's something that they even think is a possibility to do not to mention us as movie goers, wouldn't you feel sort sort of cheated by that? If every single supporting actor was an AI generated hologram or CGI or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if we'll see people picketing at San Diego. Yeah, maybe outside of Comic Con. But like I don't know. all the, a lot of the picket signs I'm seeing are it. are holding signs that say AI is not art. Like it just seems like a lot of the focus is on AI. AI AI is going to ruin our world, dude. Like there's a lot of good that can come of it, but now you got these fucking billionaires that think that basically it just can make them more money, essentially, and. It's just another way to screw everybody that's in the and working all, man. And all like fairness, though, too. Like this strike, the big actors, it, it's more about the the lesser known little guy that, like I said, goes and does a couple scenes and then right back to busting dishes, you know, or Starbucks because mm-hmm. really your big name actors, like your Jason Sudeikis, is your Ben, your um ben affleck's your um jennifer aniston's you're they're gonna get paid your tom hanks they're gonna get paid what they're worth regardless mm-hmm. you know it, it's more about protecting the little guy and making sure that the little guy isn't getting screwed over you know i also think it's gonna be harder like if they pay the little guy more it's gonna be harder for some of these people that don't have any credits to their name 
to get in to the business. Because if, if you're Disney and you're say, okay, we can pay 10 million to Joe Schmo number one that ha- that's been in this, 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 and this, or we can pay 10 million to this dude that's never been in anything. Who are they going to pick? Yeah. I don't know, but I, I may just be ignorant to it. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. The AI thing does. And if that's what they're fighting for, more power to them because I agree with them. I think that's fucking bullshit. But I don't know. I digress. See, like you, all the photos of them on the picket line have got like, you're the hottest people in Hollywood right now. So you're Rosario Dawson's, you're Jacob, you're Jason Sudeikis's in everything. This uh, article here. Share it. Um, Bring it on screen. Yeah. Many actors will no longer be allowed to attend the event or promote their upcoming projects. A lot of people are asking if Comic-Con is going to be canceled. (laughs) What happens to our hotel? I don't think I they're not going to I say we still go to San Diego. They're not going to cancel it. Just make it a beach trip. My wife will never know. <laughs> they're it, not going to cancel it. Like that's. I don't think they would either. That doesn't make sense. Not this late in the game, man. No, that doesn't make any sense. Why they would do that. But. I don't know, man. All right, let's talk a little bit of streak secret invasion, shall we? I mean, enough of the the Hollywood strike. More power to him. I hope you guys get what you you're fighting for, and uh, you know, hold off the AI takeover for a little bit longer. Yeah, it, the way it looks, it's going to happen. Although this article says that members are striking for more uh, adequate division of the profits from movies and television but according to the amptp sag negotiators chose to forego the highest percentage increase in minimum in minimums in, in 35 years in favor of going on strike i i truly think that they think they're going to get sympathy from the public and i don't think they're going to get it because here's here's my whole thing and i know we were pivoting the reason the producers and the movie studios and all that are making the majority of the money is because they're the ones taking the risk, right? If they pump in $250 million, they're they're also putting skin in the game. I mean, Robert Downey Jr., if they'd hire him to do a movie, unless it's his production studio or it's him bringing the project, he's not putting in money to make that movie, right? They're paying him a salary do your job right and the salary is coming out of somebody's pocket they're all they're the ones that are going to take all the risk aside from the monetary risk i should say aside from like you know um uh, 
damages to your to your you know reputation or what jobs you could get in the future but they're putting in what did i say the indiana jones cost 290 to 400 million they they didn't give an exact number that comes out of somebody's pocket right producers and shit well that comes from financiers and yeah so when that movie breaks it makes a billion dollars the actors think that they should get a cut aside from you know from their salary i just don't understand that yeah if if you're paying based on views yes but you should get a cut of if the movie is successful or not when you put no skin in the game and and again i might just be my ignorance but i don't fucking get it cowards (laughs) fucking cowards uh (laughs) what do you think of this show well i think just to pivot back real quick um i agree with you that they're not going to get the public sympathy because much like what you were saying i think the public looks at it as oh wow a bunch of millionaires who are getting paid so much money to to do this job um are you know bitching that they're not going to get even more money when i'm sitting here struggling for to put food on my table or struggling (laughs) to do this or struggling to do that you know it's you're not going to get the sympathy to from the public that i think they're hoping for no especially in a time where people are like you said struggling to pay their mortgage struggling to buy groceries struggling to just do the basic you know of the basic they call it a minimum wage because that's the minimum you're supposed to be able to live on you can't even live on that today so it's like when can we strike (laughs) when 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 as a country can we strike for better pay and and to live because you know we strike fucking you're gonzo we live in a country where somebody can get fired from a job not based on their merits but based on because somebody they know was a shitty employee like what are you gonna do yeah that whole situation's fucked but all right pivoting to secret invasion my thoughts on this show is it's a show (laughs) oh very astute (laughs) like it really has not i sat there last night or on wednesday when the new episode came out we're on episode four we have two episodes left I'm like, where are they going with this? How are they going to wrap this shit up in two episodes? That's what I say every time we watch a Disney show. When they say it's six to eight episodes, I'll be like, all right, we're halfway through. We're more than halfway through. How are they buttoning? This is why endings suck for these Disney shows. Because they're way too rushed. But this show feels like nothing's happening. Yeah. And then they kill somebody and then they're not really dead. And then fucking, I don't know. Whatever. I feel like we've only seen, <clears throat> like, it moved the plot a little bit in the new episode because you see that Nick Fury's wife is, you know, that Nick Fury's wife is the scroll. You kind of get her backstory on who she took over and why she took over that person's life. And, like, she did it for noble reasons. And 
kind of you see their relationship and you kind of see how you know everyone was spot on that Don Cheadle's roadie was a scroll and oh yeah that was the internet's worst kept secret yeah you get to see the super scrolls come out a little bit in this episode you learn that the main protagonist is a super scroll and it's I don't I don't really know where they're going with it and how they're going to end it and how it's going to affect Marvel moving forward. I, you know, I don't feel like they marketed this show as like a spy espionage show. And I yeah. don't really get that feeling. Like I kind of got that feeling more from Falcon Winter Soldier than I'm getting from Secret Invasion. I feel like this show could have be could have been done as a special presentation. Just one. I really hope they move away from the serialized show. Because so far, the best thing that I've seen in the last year or two from Disney Plus is the Werewolf by Night. I think that's the best, most original thing I've seen them do. And I could watch it in one night, not multi-episodes, and be done. Because think of how many, like, missteps they've had. WandaVision was great, right? We can both agree on that. WandaVision, good. Yeah. Loki, good. Loki had its moments for me, but overall was wasn't bad. Well, we gotta look at it in context, right? As far as Disney Plus is concerned. Like those are probably the two listen, don't you tell me how to look at things, all right? <laughs> but those are probably the two better properties that they've done for Disney Plus, right? Yeah. And I'm just talking about shows. What else was there? Hawkeye was pretty good. Yeah. For the most part, it kind of misstepped a little bit at the end there, but it was good. I, I liked Falcon. Well, it was sometimes a little campy, like the end, but I liked it. I, I definitely watch it again for sure. What else? What am I missing? What came after WandaVision? Um, Miss Marvel, which I like that one. Uh, for Falcon the Winter Soldier. Um, Tearless time, Sam says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think we've done this tier list, haven't we? Yeah. Disney Plus shows. Miss Marvel was okay. It kind of pissed me off at the end that they suddenly she's not an inhuman and she's a mutant, but whatever. I digress. Now they're uh, changing that in the comics. See, they just killed her in the comics just so they can resurrect her as a mutant as a mutant yeah <laughs> kevin feige has some sort of disdain for inhumans i don't know what it is but so the last few things have not been good right she hulk uh, so the- okay so your disney plus marvel shows have been secret invasion loki miss marvel moon knight she hulk wandavision hawkeye um and then uh your falcon winter soldier that's it that's that's it for Disney Plus. I mean, then you can get into the Runaways, Daredevil, Agent Carter, Agents of Shield, Punisher, Jessica Jones, The Defenders, Iron Fist, <laughs> Inhumans. You can get in Luke Cage, all the extended universe stuff. But Disney Plus only has been Secret Evasion, Loki, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She Hulk, WandaVision, Hawkeye, and Falcon Winter Soldier. If you remove and of Haw- course Daredevil, um, Born Again, that's coming out in the Echo. That's and- coming out. Yeah. 
if you remove WandaVision, Hawkeye, and what was the other one we said we liked? Loki. And then you remove Iron Fist from the Netflix slate and, and Defenders. Oh, what if? We can't forget what if. Oh, fuck. I, I want to forget what if. Netflix made better TV shows than Disney Plus has. Yeah. But I, Werewolf by Night was the best thing. And then they followed that up. What was the other special presentation they did? The Guardians? Christmas? Yeah, was the that Christmas the only one? Special. Which kind of felt like a waste of time, did it not? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't feel like this secret invasion thing warrants me waiting six weeks for a conclusion. I feel like they could have given it to me in an hour special presentation, give me the whole story, because a lot of it is just like, move the fuck along, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. How many of us saw that Don Cheadle was a fucking scroll? Everyone. Everyone, right? But we now talked about it on this show. The more exciting thing in that is now it's like, okay, well, you know that a scroll, how far back does that go that he's a scroll? Yeah. Well, I'm sure you're gonna get that answer because uh Don Cheadle is supposed to be the star of is it Armory Wars? Armor Wars, yeah. Armor Wars? Did I say armory? yeah uh so obviously that has to unless he's the bad guy of armor wars that doesn't make sense they're getting really bad at holding their secrets too do you like marvel in general wouldn't you agree when's the last time that they had a secret that was actually well kept that we didn't see coming and yeah, and especially with the the most anticipated movie and Daredevil and uh, Deadpool three, and they're just like Ryan Reynolds himself is just leaking shit left and right. Well, the last big thing that they wanted to hold was um, the three Spider Man, and that broke months before, and then they just played damage control. Yeah, but dude, DC did a better job of holding secrets than marvel has done in a long time how many of us saw george clooney walking out of that fucking car yeah that was (laughs) (laughs) no one no one saw that come i was shocked i thought it was gonna be robert pattinson i thought it was gonna be ben affleck again or something no Mm -hmm. george clooney walking out of that car like that was well kept yes it was and then it didn't break until a couple days before that Nick Cage was actually fighting the big spider. There, It did break that Nick Cage was in it, but not that he was fighting the big spider. Like, DC has done a better job holding their secrets than Marvel has done in a long time. I know no one cares left over. I'm just saying, when it comes to secret keeping, The Flash did a better job than Marvel's done in the last four years, five years. Well... And the Flash is set to be the quickest comic book movie to come to streaming too, because it's already like is it available nine yet? days in certain theaters and it's already pulled. Is it is it available now? Uh, not yet, but I think it comes out on the seventeenth or something. I want to say. Oh, in three days. Yeah, I think something like that. 
So it could be available illegally. You could probably get it illegally. Yes. <laughs> That's the only way I know how to do, bro. <laughs> if you want to go that route, you scumbag. Oh, I'll buy. I'll I'll buy it on. See, this is how. When it comes to these comic book movies, like Guardians, right now, you can buy it on streaming or whatever. I'm gonna buy the physical copy, so I have no qualms about downloading it. Because they're gonna get my money. I just want to watch it now. I don't want to wait. <laughs> what? Comic Con exclusive is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze Roy's Pizza Box bundle. And it's a Roy's Pizza shirt, a, a Roy's Pizza a Kino employee badge, a keychain, a Kino action figure. And then you, they also are releasing the full set of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 uh, for 150 bucks of them all up in their samurai. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a San Diego exclusive. Can I tell you how many fights Max and I have gotten about Ninja Turtles 3? <laughs> a lot, probably. He loves that fucking movie. And I said, out of all of them, that is the shittiest one. <laughs> That's the only one done by Saban, right? Oh, yeah. Look at that. The figures look cool, though. Sorry, I didn't mean to, to come off of Secret Invasion. I like Secret what, Invasion, Secret of the Ooze. It tracks. I like Sam. WandaVision, Moonfellow, Low-Key, What the? Question mark. Falcon Talk, Miss Marvel, She-Ho. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much rounds it out. I liked Loki. Loki, Loki to me, when that when a new episode came out, it was musty. Like I wanted to watch it right away. Right away, WandaVision the same. Moon Knight kept thinking something was going to happen and got suckered every week. And I learned my lesson with Moon Knight. I said never again am I going to get this hyped up over a show. I thought Moon Knight had the potential to be so good, and they fucked the whole thing. Dude, the Kino, the Kino action figure is freaking hilarious. He even comes with a Vespa. Did you see that? The Vespa? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a Vespa, but it's something like that. Roy's Greenwich. That's hilarious. 150 bucks, though, seems like on the steep side. Why are those Ninja Turtle figures so expensive? I see them at Target. They're, they're like quality. 80 bucks. Because they're quality and they're exclusive. You're paying for the fact that they're exclusives. No, but the ones at Target that are not like they're available everywhere, they're like $80. I don't know. Money. I asked my wife, we were at Ross the other day and they had the Donatello or Leonardo, one of the two. And, um, uh, oh shit, what's, what's his name? Karate Kid. Daniel. Daniel, yeah, thanks, dude. Uh, they had the two pack of the two of them. It was Cobra Kai versus Ninja. Turtles. Oh, the Cobra Kai and Ninja Turtles crossover. Yeah, they had it at Ross, dude. And I'm like, Anna, I want this. What the hell are you gonna do with that? She asked me. I said, You're right, and I put it back on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> As I look at my big wall of Funkos, 
What am I going to do with that? Be sweet. <laughs> Be sweet. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, the show, like how many of us didn't see Amelia Clark surviving that? She survived it. No, I know. But when she got shot at the end of the last episode, did you oh, expect you're... her to stay dead? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. I'm not expecting Talos to stay dead either. No. Like, he's probably going to come back. Don Cheadle's probably in one of those booth things. They're going to f- save him. And and by proxy, they're going to save uh, Martin Freeman's character. Is that Martin Freeman? What's his name? That plays uh, the Black Panther dude. What At the bottom, in the middle of this picture. What's his name? Um, yeah, Martin Freeman. Is it Martin Freeman? Yeah, Everett Ross. That's his name. Um, they're gonna find him when they find Don Cheadle, right? Probably. Or, or it could be he. I don't see him being a scroll the whole time because that doesn't make sense. And who's the dude under Nick Fury's face in that picture? Who is that? That's not a dude. That's um Colby Smolders. That's oh, Leah Hill. I can see it now. I thought who's that dude? <laughs> well, they made her like so small that it took up it took away any of her defining features, dude. I could not figure out who that was. I can see who's it now. That dude. I don't know, man. Like, you, get, I'm gonna continue watching because now I'm four episodes in. There's only two left, so yeah, there's only two left. Why? Why not? Like, it's two weeks. Why not finish off strong? How much do you want to bet that they kill off Nick Fury at the end of this? Mm, I don't think so. Or would they save it for a movie to kill him off? I don't think they're gonna kill him off, but I think you're gonna. It's gonna release like. You're going to see how much more of the MCU is all like scrolls and it it allows them to bring back the likes of like Robert Downey Jr. or Chris Evans and bring all these people back that have left and not actually have them be Captain America, but they could be scrolls, you know? Who knows? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Zaggy said he's, fu- he's been fired. They, was it Deadpool? They said they saw Robert Downey Jr. on the set. I don't believe any of the Deadpool leaks, man, because they're saying like every they're like James Marsden's coming back to replace his role of Cyclops, and you got all this other you got Chris Evans coming back to play the Human Torch, and you got you know I I don't know about all this Deadpool stuff until you the actually human see torch the Human Torch thing. The Human Torch thing, I buy. You want to because him, Chris Evans, and and uh, Ryan Reynolds are very good friends, and getting chris evans to do the free guy cameo when he held the shield like that's not that wasn't a disney property at the time that they filmed that movie no it was before and he got to use the the shield and stuff like that's a ryan reynolds is a really nice dude and it seems like anybody in hollywood's willing to do whatever and be like if he asked chris evans hey i want you to do a cameo as the torch a human torch he would do it
Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I kind of think that's the plot of Deadpool. Oh, that's definitely a plot. Is that after the events of the credits from Deadpool 2 when he's going through time that the TVA approach him about his mistakes and he's going through trying to, to fix it. I get that. Yeah. Plus very Marvel kills the, or Deadpool kills the Marvel universe vibes. Which would make sense of all these actors cameoing. Cause they said Ben Affleck was there. Electra was there. Yeah. The, yeah. That Ben's going to come back as daredevil. Electra is going to come back as, or I mean, Jennifer Gardner's come back as Electra. Wouldn't that be like Ben Affleck's? Oh, you've, I'm gone as ba- Batman, huh? Well, fuck you. I'm here's Deadpool or Daredevil again. Yeah, I just think it's funny. You don't think it's funny? Just Not me, really? <laughs> you can't. You can't just indulge me for a little bit, buddy. No. <laughs> I don't know, get man. Carried away, so we got to kind of keep it in check a little bit. <laughs> Put my blinders on. Yeah, I don't want you getting too carried away here. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one, Deadpool 3. But I think it's the one that Marvel has the uh least amount of involvement in. Like I think they're involved, like Kevin Feige's always involved. But I think they're like, "Hey, you made these two things, like we trust you to make a third one pretty good." You know what I mean? Yeah. And this one that is confirmed rated R. I read that the other day too. Rated R. It's gonna be a hard R. Hard R. But I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the Wolverine fuck that thing looks awesome. What else did we say we we're gonna talk about here? Oh, more Superman casting news. Let's let's go. Uh, oh, you want to keep talking? Do you want to keep talking about Secret Invasion or no? No, I'm done. you don't yell at me Uh, it's it's a show and it's almost over in two episodes so uh what follows up with this uh i know ahsoka's coming out right Mm -hmm. and then after that is it the marvels i don't i don't even know with all the schedule changes um i think it is the marvels big gap But all right, so Superman casting news. We got a new hot girl, not hot girl, hawk girl. A new Mr. Terrific, who I've never liked that character ever. Uh, so apparently, sorry to just go back to your last question. Uh, Loki in October, uh, Marvel's in November, then. Yeah, Echo. I think all these other ones got pushed to next year. X Men '97. What if season two? Echo, Ironheart, and Agatha. I think all got pushed next year. I gotta watch uh, X Men. Oh, we also got Craven the Hunter. Uh, who the fuck cares? So we have Craven the Hunter in October. The Marls in November. And that's that's it for the rest of movie wise. I, I really hope people stop going to see Sony movies. Apple buys Sony, and then Marvel can just have it all. Yeah, 
All right. Now, sorry, DC casting. Yeah, so we got Hawk Girl, Mr. Terrific. And what was the other one? Green Lantern, man. Green Guy Lantern. Na- Nathan Nathan Philly on his Green, Green Lantern. Guy Gardner. That's going to be awesome. But, dude, Mr. Terrific, like, I've never been a fan of that character. I think his outfit's stupid. I think his whole... I don't know. But leave it to James Gunn to pick somebody that's like not uh a level character to put him in his movie. No, Marvel is not doing that. Disney in general is not doing that great. Sam, I don't know if you were here, but we were talking about the elementals is only the box office is only twenty nine and a half million. That's bad. Bad Yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't know why Mr. Truex here, but. What's your familiarity with that character? Not a lot. Every interaction I've had with that character, like reading him or, or he was in, um, he was in Arrow, wasn't he? They put him in Arrow. I don't, I don't remember. It's just a dumb character. But Hot but Girl then, should be good. Well, you're getting Metamorpho. Hot Girl. But the big one's Nathan Fillion, this guy Gardner. And they're saying he's going to be complete with the guy Gardner bowl cut. Really? Yep. Awesome. Nathan Fillion. Um, uh, deserves more. Like, he's such a beloved actor as far as the geek um, culture, I guess, because of, like, Firefly and all these other things that he's done. But he's never achieved, like, that movie star level fame. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Yeah. Um. So anytime Nathan Fillion's cast in something, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the hot girl you keep. I keep trying. About. I keep trying to enunciate hawk girl. She may be hot though. I don't know. She's trying hot. to find a trying to find a picture of her. Who is it? Um, hold on. I'll pull back up what I was just looking at. Nathan Fillion. Oh, Isabella Merced. Is that who it is? Yeah. Oh, she's a little girl. How old is this girl? Oh, she's 22. <laughs> For a second, I thought I was going to hell. <laughs> well, you live in Arizona, so you're already there, buddy. This is the picture that showed up, dude. And I'm like, this girl is like 12. Let me see. Share screen. Window. Tell me she doesn't look like a child. I can't really tell your screen's so blurry. Blurry? Now it's cleared out. Yeah, fucking blurry. Did I stutter? (laughs) Oh, that didn't work. That didn't work either. Uh, Why the hell can I get this to work? There we go. 
I hope um, you all rushed out to your LCS this week and picked up your uh, copy of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Stranger Things crossover. Is it, is it good? I haven't read it yet. I picked it up, but I haven't read it yet. Um, so she's supposed to be Hawk Girl for Sam. Oh, that looks cool. It kind of defeats the purpose of the upside down though like the dope part about it though is that they kept it straight 80 so the turtles have the uh, the turtles have the red headbands on they don't have the um colors colors yeah dude that's cool that's a cool cover though like i would hang that up oh that's this girl this girl's dora I know this girl. You should call Chris Hansen on him. Come here. On who? Come here. Just, just take a seat. Just go ahead and take a seat. This is the girl. This oh. is Hawk girl. Oh. Is the girl from Dora? Dude, have you watched Dora, the movie? No. Dude, that shit's hysterical. That may be one of the funniest movies I've seen in a long time. The Dora movie. Zaggy said he picked up the D&D cover. Eh, that cover looked like booty hole to me. <laughs> Show me your booty hole. Oh. That booty. Boot, boot, talking about the one, are you talking about the one with Will and uh, Donatello playing D&D? That one looks like booty hole to me. It, it's Will's face and Donatello's face just drive me nuts. Is uh, do you have a picture of it? Of uh, I mean, I can find one, it's in the back of the book, it would be super small to show, but I can. Oh, it's in the back of the book. Was it TMNT and Dungeons and Dragons? Is that what he said? Is it the Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah, it's the Dungeons and Dragons cover. You're saying that Donatello looks bad? They both look bad. Here, I got it right here. I'm trying to find it and I can't. Oh, that. Oh, it's still Stranger Things. Yeah. I like D&D like too, Zaggy, but like it's just look at fucking Will's face, man. Yeah, I don't Well, and is that Raph or No, that's Donatello. Oh, it looks red. Yeah, they all have the red headbands. Oh, duh. You said that already. Yeah. I thought it was just on your cover. I didn't realize that the whole book was like that. Yeah, the whole book is like that. I'm see? interested to see, like, that just seems like a weird mashup. What's this one? So this one is... Look at them all kicking little Demogorgon ass in the sewers. Oh, I love how they have the wide, the wide grin. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
here's this cover with 11 that doesn't look half bad. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I like that cover. And then there's one with, is that 11 and Max? Yeah. That one looks good, too. Do you not see that one? Mm-mm. They're like, here, I'll share my screen. Uh, present, share screen, window. This one here. Yeah, that's not terrible. They had some good covers for it, man. I just, like, the D&D one was just not my favorite. Oh, here's another one with him and Hop. That's issue two. Oh. Sorry, I didn't see that. Well, like, Turtles are hot property again, man, because they've got Ninja Turtles Street Fighter um, that's out right now, which has been pretty good. Um, they have uh, the Turtles out of the Turtle Out of Time uh, annual that came out this week that I don't know. I haven't read yet, but I'm speculating it's not The Last Ronin. So. Well, yeah, and The Last Ronin was the first major comic book story that they've had success with in a very long time, right? Uh, I wouldn't say that, but it just kind of like took the the turtles back to their roots, to the, the more violent esque storylines. It, it was good storytelling, though. Like it was the kind writing of that, was good, and yeah, and it was kind of that ode to like the classic turtle fan man like giving the classic turtle fan what they want i feel like it was made like for me like not for me personally but for like my generation yeah oh have you seen the rest of that dungeons and dragons ninja turtles cover with dustin and michelangelo that looks awful I don't know, man. I I really hope Mutant Mayhem is really good. Because Ninja Turtles has been bastardized over and over and over again because nobody understands the property. So I'm hoping they get, you know, they got Seth Rogen, an old head like us, to make it. Somebody that probably watched the 90s cartoon series and or 80s, 90s cartoon series, watched the old movies. Maybe he understands it more than fucking Michael Bay. Yeah. The trailer looks good. Max keeps going on. Oh, I hate the art style. I'm like, dude, it's the same thing as Spider-Verse. Like, that's all they tried to do. They try to make it like Spider-Verse. Yeah. But Max has this, like, disdain for Seth Rogen. I don't know why. Anything, <laughs> Seth, anything Seth Rogen, he just feels like it's gonna suck. Without, but yeah, don't forget, that. never forget, he likes fucking Batman, Superman, Don dresses. Oh, I know his movie tastes are not good, but he likes some movies that I like. But for the most part, I don't know. What's the latest movie that he was like? Oh, that was fucking amazing. Oh no, he hated the Flash. Yes, he did. And you and I both liked it. 
the issue three cover is pretty cool too. How how is it that you're able to see like two and three if issue one just came out? Because they're already fo they're already put out there for foc, so they put out images of the covers to get people to pre-order them. Okay, that makes sense. All right, Lance. Well, what do you think? Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Um, I guess we were going to talk about Comic Con and what we're going to do next week there, but we kind of already guess, did. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> we're going to wing it, man. We're just going to get out of the fucking heat. That's what I'm we're looking figure, forward to. We're going to figure it out. Uh, but we do have some cool stuff that we signed up for, right? We're going to go f- some if it still happens. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the Funko stuff should happen. So apparently Funko put like mocked up an old blockbuster video store that's filled with Funko figures. It's going to be outside. It looks like an old school blockbuster store and it's going to be filled with Funko figures like that. I'm kind of excited to see that. And then we're going to do the Hulu animation thing, right? Yep. And then that they're talking about what Bob's burgers and stuff. Is that the one they're, Mm-hmm. Is it Futurama? Future, dude, I'm looking forward to Futurama. What sucks though is that none of these actors can come to promote it. So it would have been awesome to see uh, Billy West and DiMaggio and uh, what's the chick's name from Married with Children? Uh, Kate Siegel. Yeah, but you're not going to get to see any of those people, huh? Nope, none, zero, zilch, Bummer. nada, bummer. Bummer, bummer, bummer. Strike. Let's go on strike, Matt, from our jobs. Let's see how long Shit. it takes them to replace us. <laughs> Five minutes. <laughs> you know what? I don't like I don't like my pay. I'm going on strike. Well, how do you like no pay? They probably wouldn't even replace you me. You fired. Put my duties on somebody else. <laughs> all well, right. Yeah. Well, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Absolute Podcast. Thank you all for. Tune in. Thank you, Zaggy. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you, everyone, for stopping by. Um, we won't, like I said, Lance said, no show next week um, unless we do something from Comic-Con, which we might do, so be on the lookout for that. Won't but, be um, live, though. Probably. Check out our, our socials, and you'll get all the goings-on about through Comic-Con if you're just as intrigued as I am about how they're going to handle it with no actors and no uh, big presentations to, to pop off. But uh, until then, we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. 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 All you freaks and geeks. Come all you freaks and geeks. Let's listen to Absolute Geek. Absolute Geek. We'll Absolute go ahead geek. and spread our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink and some the Cosby wine. <laughs> we'll Come drink some Cosby wine. wine. It makes me feel real fine. Real, real fine. See you next time. Ooh. On the Absolute Ooh. Geek.